Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, where we will bring you some of the most interesting interviews and features from the world of tech. Visit irishtechnews.ie and check out our podcast section to explore all of our previous episodes. You can subscribe to our podcast using whatever your favourite app or service is by visiting anchor.fm forward slash irish dash tech dash news. Hello and welcome to the show with me, Gillian Dotso. Now, today I'm speaking with Sarah McKenna, who is the co-founder of Alien Worlds, that absolute blockbuster game that came from nowhere and is taking over the world, other Alien Worlds. So, Sarah, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, it's great to be here, Gillian. Yeah, thank you. So tell me, Alien Worlds, it's, it, is it the fastest growing game at the moment on on, on Yeah, we're, we're the, we're on everything? We the, we, yeah, we, we're certainly by far the biggest application on, on WAX, but we also then became, uh, I think now we're the second largest game. Um, for a while, we were the largest game. And uh, even for, for a while, we were the largest staff. Um, it kind of goes up and down because those user numbers can, can fluctuate, especially when another project, Pancake Swap, for example, got some really big volumes and overtook us. But, but we were even exceeding, I mean, and we do still exceed Uniswap, Pancake Swap for a while. That was incredible. And we were certainly the first game to break through those barriers, the first game to exceed 100,000 users, the first game to exceed a million users, first game to exceed 2 million users. Um, so yes, and we certainly went through a very, very rapid period of growth. It was incredibly exciting. So tell me, how many users do you have as of today? Uh, oh, I haven't checked today, but it's probably around two and a half million. Two and a half yeah. million, wow. Yeah, and it's growing very fast. Yes. It's, 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 I mean, you say to yourself, you hit 100,000, then a million, and then two yeah. million. Yes, I mean, it, yeah, incredibly fast growth. Wow. So tell me, what is this game, Alien Worlds? Pretend nobody knows about it. Tell me, if you came to it, what, what does it look like and how do you get involved? Yeah, so it's a blockchain-based uh, game in which you use NFTs, which are non-fungible tokens, to uh, go around the metaverse, to go around the environment and to play the game. Uh, by doing that, you earn the fungible token Trillium, which is um, an Ethereum-based token, uh, and you then can use that Trillium token to help to vote for how the game will proceed through these mechanisms of decentralized autonomous organizations. So, which is a kind of technical blockchain thing, but um, yeah, so basically using NFTs in order to play and earn Trillium, which then gives you a kind of strategic position in the, in the game. So am I right to the seven planets? This, yep, so tell me right. about what's the landscape of the game? Yeah, so we're we're metaverse. We think of ourselves as a metaverse, which I, I guess means some kind of space, a boundaryed space. And in our case, that that space is everything that Trillium touches, everything that Trillium helps to govern or control or to measure. Uh, so as somebody uh, goes around the planets, what they're doing is they're um, going to land, um, digital land. So it's the, which are specific NFTs, and they're using that those land NFTs and also tool NFTs to mine the fungible token. Um, they can do that on, currently on six of the planets that you referenced, and those are the planets that are located within the wax part of the metaverse. So we think of the metaverse as being kind of having different neighborhoods or parts to it, um, which are which are located on different blockchains. So the wax part of the metaverse is where people can do the mining game. Uh, the BSC part of the metaverse, Binance Smart Chain, is where people can go on missions, which is a different gaming dynamic. Um, and and the Ethereum part of the metaverse is where people can store their their tokens. So that's more just a sort of where people can have Trillium. Um, and over time, we plan to add um, possibly you know, new blockchain technology and therefore new gaming mechanisms um, and, 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 and therefore new planets. 
So the planets are in different blockchains and that determines what activities happen in each yeah, planet. That's right. Okay. So if someone wants to get going, how do they do it? I go to uh, play.alienworlds.io. Uh, you have to get a Wax Cloud wallet, which is very easy to do. That's your sort of blockchain uh, interfacing mechanism into the game. Uh, free to set up, very simple to, to set up, much easier than kind of back in the day when you had to think about private keys and MetaMask wallets and things like that. This is a much more the way you would normally onboard onto any kind of retail checkout kind of platform, uh, although you don't have to input as much information. So you get your Wax Cloud wallet, you um, read the terms and conditions, and if you agree to them, you, you head on through. And if you're over 18, you head on through, and then you can um, begin to select your land that you'd like to mine on. And um, so you don't need to own the land. You can rent it from the people who own those land NFTs. Uh, but we give you a free tool, uh, which will be how you start off mining. And then you go around and you discover your strategy. You work out your strategy over time. So different pieces of land yield more trillium, some yield more NFTs, some let you mine more frequently. Um, you might have to go off and try and find or get NFTs somehow elsewhere, get someone to give them to you or buy them somewhere. And, uh, and then that's how you kind of perfect your mining strategy. Lots of YouTube videos and stuff that our users have created. And there are actually a lot of YouTube. I've seen some of them. So it's, it, you have to, it's, it's advisable to watch some of the YouTube to get an idea of what's happening. And then you figure out what way you want to do it. How long do people spend playing the game? Is it a daily thing? Is it a uh, hourly? Um, yeah, some people, I mean, it does depend a little bit on which tools you choose and which land you choose, because some, some people like to only come into the game once per day. Some people like to be on there all the time, right? And you'll, so you can create a different strategy for kind of the profile of how you want to use the game. So some tools give you a bigger payout, but less frequently, and some give you little payouts kind of constantly. Um, you just have to figure out what, you know, which combination you like. Um, that's the mining game in time. We're going to have a fighting functionality, which is where you send your uh, minions and your weapons into battle with each other. And the strategy of that will be a little bit different. And in time, some quests and other functionality. Um, and those are kind of the, the games that we are offering. But, you know, each of the planets can offer their, and in fact, other people in the metaverse can offer their own games their own gaming smart contracts because our architecture is completely open that's really what's so great about building on a blockchain is that you know other people can see the data they can see the contracts they can see what which parts of the metaverse are attracting the most attention they can go and offer uh, gaming smart contracts into those uh, areas and those entities um, and in fact we've already begun to see in fact that was one of the most gratifying things to see and when we were referencing our growth um, users really picked that up and ran with it. We have people doing competitions, uh, mining competitions, trading competitions, uh, their own Telegram channels, their own dis Discord channels, their own websites. So when you come to our sort of project website or our project Telegram, you're only really getting a little slice of the metaverse. Uh, you've got to kind of start getting to know people and asking around and you'll discover those other channels and where a lot of the other action is actually happening. So people are bringing in their own games and their own competitions mm -hmm. to yeah. Alien Worlds. Wow. And that's encouraged. You want that to happen. Absolutely. I mean, you know, and also there's nothing we can do to prevent it, which is so great about blockchain, right? You know, people are free to use the, the tech and especially the, the, the NFTs and the Trillium however they want. Um, I mean, we offer a portal. We offer a user interface that people can use. And, and that's something that we wouldn't amend to facilitate other people's games. But... Uh, but they can they can create their own uh, user interfaces and um, and their own gaming activities.
So tell me a bit about, because it's all in the blockchain, uh, governance. So holding the, the trillion tokens, how does that operate and how will it operate in the future? What are the plans yeah. for that? Yeah, so we're really, and Jane, we've known each other for a, a few years. Um, before Alien Worlds, we were really DAO people. So that's kind of what we have had a longest history in, is creating DAOs, and which are mechanisms for people to um, come together in a tokenized project to track their work and also their economic stake. So normally in a DAO, you can kind of either buy or work your way into a greater and greater position of stake within the DAO. Um, and it's a great it's a great way of people coming together to do something. So what we decided in Alien Worlds to do was to still have these DAOs, but to put them into a competitive environment with each other. So the DAOs themselves are competing, uh, which is, I mean, nobody's ever done that before. So, um, so we have these six planet DAOs that are competing for the scarce resource for Trillium. Um, and so what I mean by that is that the more trillion a planet has staked to it, the sort of bigger that planet is and the more trillion it attracts from the daily inflation mechanism. So that's why the planets are competing with each other because if they can attract more stake trillion to them, then they'll actually start you know, getting more from the game each day, which then gives them a bigger uh, treasury and, and more things that they can do with that. Um, they can also do other things. So in time they can amend uh, like the code base of their DAO and they can kind of decide on their own rules. So we give them a kind of starter template um, and certain permissions thresholds, but um, the, the Planet DAO is a decentralized autonomous organization. It's capable of um, determining its own rules. How come there's six and not seven, or will there be seven? So there are six Planet DAOs. There are seven planets. The seventh planet is not constituted as a DAO because it's located on BSD, the Binance Smart Chain, and that's a, that's that's an Ethereum based, like an EVM compatible chain, and they just don't have uh, we they don't have the same ways of being able to encode DAO mechanisms okay. directly on chain on that chain. So it won't be constituted as a DAO. Um, the governance is going to happen on, on WAX. So. Okay, that makes sense. So then the trillion token itself, there is um, what did I see? There's ten billion. It's a finite token uh, coin. Um, how does that work? Explain to me a bit about the how it's minted, how people mine it, and uh, how it's used. Yeah, so 10 billion is the final conceptual immutable supply. It will actually never reach that number um, because there's a declining inflation rate over time. So um, basically the way it works is that we have uh, 5 billion trillion that were kind of minted initially and have been given over to various purposes within the project. And then up to 5 billion can be created over time uh, through an inflation mechanism, which is the game emission. So that's the gaming rewards that go out into the community. And that's what goes down to the planet DAOs every single day. Um, and by extension to any games that sit underneath the planet DAOs like the mining game. So every, um, all the trillion that people are earning through mining goes first to the, the planet that the land that they're mining on is located on. And then it goes down to the miners um, through all kinds of algorithms and calculations to do with the, the NFTs that the people used and how much trillion rewards there were present in the kind of smart contracts at the time when they mined and so on. This is all described in our technical blueprint. So people, and people do go into detail. I was going to say, it's quite complex, isn't it? It's, it's, you're yeah. up a new world, aren't you? With a new financial, and there's certain rules that, that you know, and as you said, also, of course, there is a degree of, um, uh, People can change the rules as they go on with the DAOs. They can change things going forward. Um, so with the treasury, the planets have the treasury. What can they use for that treasury for? 
Well, in time, once the planet DAOs are open fully to governance, they would be able to use that for, for whatever the people decided to use it for. You know, it's, it's, we're not determining how that gets used. That's for people to elect the councillors, and the councillors will uh, vote on chain um, in order to release the funds from the treasury. Um, initially, when the DAOs open, there won't be the ability to use all of the funds in the treasury by any given custodian board, but over time, they would have that power. That's that's and what other things do you think they could do? What could you do with the, with, the, with the money? So a worker proposal system is normally kind of really key to most DAOs because as a group of people gets together and decides what they want to do, somebody has to do it, you know, and the councillors are kind of um, sort of determining the, the overall strategy and direction. And sometimes they might be doing work, but they might also want to have like people um, doing that work. So, uh, so there'll be a worker proposal system in the DAOs. Um, and so we hope that workers themselves will propose and we expect that they would propose ideas. So, you know, um, we have a group of people, well, early on we had a group of people uh, calling themselves the kinder miners who are putting together some of the competitions that I, I referenced and also um, NFT distributions on their, on their lands. So, you know, we would anticipate a group like that possibly wanting to take, you know, a governance position on a DAO and then deciding that they wanted to have the direction of the game go in a particular way. They would have workers who would be able to, so for example, developers could come in with a worker proposal to develop smart contracts within the games. We could have another group of people who want to come in and create lore, for example. We've had a writer who is creating lore. So that could be a worker proposal into the DAO. Um, you could have a, a group of people who wanted to specifically compete with one of the other DAOs, you know, to figure out a strategy of how to take more, more trillion from them. So you could have a sort of strategic um, worker proposal in to, to develop that strategy. We also um, expect the landowners to come together as a distinct um, governance kind of contingent because their interests are, um, they, they have a specific economic interest in the game. And so over time, they'll have a veto actually within the, within the, the planetary DAO politics. Um, so we expect them also to come together and figure out whether they want to try and veto any resolution. So when you mentioned landowners, is all the land sold or is it, is it incrementally being sold or is there a finite amount of land? Yeah, finite amount of land and it's all been sold. It's in the, it's, oh, it has been sold now. Yeah, yeah okay. exactly. There were around 3,400 lands and uh, they've been sold, but they are being sold also. You know, you can buy one from another player. Okay, wow. And there is an, an element of people earning money from this as well. Yeah, yeah, people are earning Trillium, um, and, uh, you know, that's really gratifying to see, and I think that one of the great things is that, so the, the mining game and in time fighting and questing are ways for people to earn Trillium, which they then stake into the planets and use to participate in this kind of more strategic governance layer that really is kind of the metaverse, which is determining the overall direction of the metaverse. Um, so that's how you get kind of Trillium and amass that strategic position is by mining or fighting or questing and then you can go off and become a counselor on a DAO. So tell me, are there any famous people that you know who are in alien worlds? Have you heard of any any rumors? Uh, we do actually, it's a good question. Um, we do have some discussions happening with, um, I mean, yeah, so, so a project of our size now, we're kind of in discussions with artists and musicians and um, other brands that you would probably know um, in order to help them to enter the metaverse and begin to play and uh, be part of this social experiment. I think, you know, one of the things that's really fun about what we're building is that we, this is the, the sort of the next generation of social media, right? Because people are coming together to be social and they're, and they're doing that because of this counter of Trillium that stakes their power and their reward within the game. They want, that, that's the competitive driver, right? But in order to win, in order to do that, 
you have to collaborate with other people. It would be quite hard to do that alone. So people coming together, that's why we've had all these Discord channels that have been created, you know, separate to our own, just people came together and, and, and created these themselves because they wanted to talk about how they could take over a planet and how they could progress that. So that's a really powerful thing, you know, that we've created something that people um, want to be social with and want to collaborate and compete. And I think that has a lot of power for um, just, you know, other people who want to start to get involved in blockchain structures and gaming and NFTs. So yes, we will have some big announcements in the, in the not so distant future about famous people and, and brands. I look forward to hearing that. So it is, it's very interesting to say, as you say, it's, it's a game that's social. I've been quoting you several days now saying that metaverses is the new social media. So that, mm -hmm. and it makes sense. I think lockdown has probably um, pushed this further again, hasn't it? Because people are spending more time online. Um, mm -hmm. And is there, is there a limit to the number of players? You've got two and a half million. Can I go higher? Is, no, it could be trillions, literally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, yeah. And that's one of the really great things about building on a blockchain is that especially the blockchain that the gaming action is on, which is Wax, it has a really high kind of throughput that can go on the chain. Um, yeah, there's no limit. Um, no you, limit. Would, you would have to tool up some of the tech, but yeah, there's no limit. Well, I know you're very busy. Thank you so much for your time today, Sarah. It's a great project. I love it. I've been watching it with interest. Um, and I, I, I love all the elements. I, I love, as I say, you're from a DAO background. And that's what's pushing this game. And it's all about oh. strategy. So thank you so much for your time today. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Irish underscore tech news. On Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Irish Tech News. On LinkedIn, linkedin.com forward slash company forward slash Irish dash tech dash news. On Instagram, instagram.com forward slash Irish Tech News dot IE. And on TikTok, tiktok.com forward slash at Irish Tech News.